attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Tom Parker's back with the show. Of course, Tim, Sensei Hoover, myself, Steve. I have a question, Tim, to you. And Tom, I think you'll back me up on this. Uh, Sensei Hoover has a, a really unique relationship with a lot of his students. That's one of the things amongst many that make Hoover Karate Academy very special. He takes an interest in his students beyond just sensei student in the dojo, a genuine interest in their lives. Now, that's indisputable. That's a fact, okay? Moving on, when does that occur? You enroll at Hoover Karate, you start training, you stick it out. So does that bond start happening a month in, six months in, six years in? He has a lot of long-term, long-time relationships with a lot of us. My question, and it's a rhetorical question to make us all ponder amongst all relationships. When does that occur? Does that happen seven days in? Does that happen seven months in? Does that happen seven years in? You both are married. I'm married. When did that happen with your spouse? On the first date? Did that connection form six months in? When do you feel that this is something special? This is not just any relationship. This is one of those very special relationships. What's the saying you have, Tim? A reason, a season, and a lifetime? Sure. Yeah. People come into your life for a reason or a season or sometimes, if you're lucky enough, for a lifetime. And I've had the, um, you know, the joy and being blessed with a lot of people who've come into my life for a lifetime. And that is an incredible gift. I cannot say enough how much that is just gives you a reason to get up in the morning and do what you need to do. Right. I'm not trying to say we should force anything to be what it's not. If it's not there, it's not there. But if there is a special relationship, like what cultivates that? What are we ultimately all looking for? I think we're looking for being there under the right reasons and genuinely being there and giving it your all when we're specifically referring to the dojo. If, if there's a student there because they want to train and they want to better themselves, that's all you're looking for. Yeah. Um, I think Tom mentioned it, you know, in the prior episode about one of the things that he's done uh, to give himself some time and pause is to listen with compassion. And there's two types of listening. There's listening and then there's listening with compassion. A lot of people don't really listen, listen today. They don't listen because their minds are so busy and they're not really listening with compassion. I think it for me, Steve, to answer you directly, and I, Tom, I'd like you to have some input too, but I think it started with my dad. I, I think uh, innately, um, you know, my dad was a salesman. He had to work really hard for his commission-based salary. And I mentioned it before, he, he had polio. He had, because of that, he was an outcast. And he had to work extremely hard to be likable. Uh, he, he had to listen to people to sell a product. Mm -hmm. He couldn't just go into these um, automotive dealerships and, and be there and have a list of orders unless he listened to their problems. He listened. Innately, I think that's, I was built with that. And I think it's a gift, but I also think it has to be closely monitored. And I'll tell you why. I believe that we're all, you know, vessels in the beginning without a lot of shape or form and without a lot of interior things going on. And, and some of these vessels, I believe, have a lot of doors and a lot of windows and they receive and they transmit. In other words, 
I would be one of those. I was born with a lot of windows, a lot of doors. I've always been sensitive to other people's feelings, always. Uh, but the danger to that is that is if I take too much in and too many people on my boat, um, the whole boat will sink and I won't be good for anybody or anything. So I had to really be in tune with the students that really, really wanted to be there, not just students. Um, and you talk about the martial arts. It's in any industry. If you're a teacher, if you're a business owner, whatever. I mean, if you're a sensitive individual, you learn to try to pick the people that are going to make not only you stronger, going to make you better, but we're going to make the establishment, in my case, Hoover Karate Academy is better because of my team, because of my instructors, and because of the people that surround themselves in that school. There are other people that have vessels that the doors and windows are shut, closed. They never take anything in and they never transmit. And that refers back to a lesson that Tim Hawk gave me. When you train in the martial arts and when you train hard in anything, it's like peeling an onion. You keep peeling that onion back. And once you get down to the source of yourself and find the truth that exists in you, you begin to tear up just like peeling an onion, you start to cry. And I think once I realized who I am and what my, the truth is within me and what my purpose is, and this is all through you know, my belief in God as well and what I think I need to do in life, you have an idea of where you're going to go and what you're going to do each day. And you have, I think, a more released energy. But there are a lot of people who have no clue and their windows or doors are closed to that vessel and they take nothing in because they don't really feel any sensitivity to others. And they're going to live a life a lot of, in a way of being very centered around their, themselves. I wouldn't want that kind of life, but I know that having the life that I do have has enriched mine and made me stronger. I don't think that there's any special time when a person comes to me or when there's a special personality or whatever. It just, there has to be a sense of openness. I tend to try to be open as much as I possibly can and who I am and eliminate any kind of fakeness. And I think that people can read that and can see that, that I am not blowing smoke in anybody's face. And um, I do believe that people who want to be a part of that will march directly, you know, in my life and then we'll have a bond, especially if we're both open about what the agenda is and why we're here. Um, I don't know if I've explained it properly. You have. I think it's fantastic. And Tom is with us too, as I mentioned. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this further. For those that haven't heard past episodes where Tom has joined us, uh, you have an extensive background. I mean, your whole career was in human resources in the corporate world. So in, in the business world, what do you look for for somebody that wants to go to the next level? What do they need? I think everything that Sensei Hoover said to us just over the last few minutes is extremely valuable. And getting back to your original question about when does it occur, Steve, mm -hmm. I think that for those of us who have been uh, able to be students with Sensei Tim Hoover, we have the benefit of a person who just described himself who realizes what he is as a human being and that actual self comes across. It could be a different type of self than the one Sensei Hoover is and the one he described, but that authenticity, that unique individual spirit, when it's uh, around, 
and available when it's open. It's a great word, being open. Uh, it's kind of irresistible. You know, people gravitate to that because we tend, unfortunately, to have a lot of false um, images and projections that individuals carry into the world. When you find someone who's authentic in beliefs, behaviors, practices, I find that to be the most well-motivating, engaging aspect of a human being. Uh, when I interviewed people for our company, I almost always asked the question of the person seeking the job, be honest with yourself. Can you be honest with yourself? Can you assess your own personality? And as you go through a day of interviews with us, consider what our culture feels like to you and ask yourself if your personality matches that culture. Are you engaged here? If you don't feel engaged, if your personality is totally different than the way the company is run, this is the wrong place for you. Go somewhere else. Find your place. And I think, you know, uh, Sensei Hoover has projected himself into the place, which we call Hoover Karate. And it's a, a place where many have become very, very comfortable and engaged. And it's hard to find to earlier points made in this conversation. Difficult to find in life, but so good when you find it. So I guess the That's point it. of this whole huh. episode is not to, you know, it's not a commercial for Hoover Karate Academy. It's not <laughs> trying to tell everybody, you must be just like Sensei Tim Hoover. But the point is, is to find your true, authentic self. And Tim, I don't know if you still do this, but 28 years ago, I can't believe it's almost 30 years ago, I got my black belt. What you used to have us do was we, we had a picture of ourselves and, and then write a quote. Do you still do that when people get their black belts, students? Yeah, but I came up with a better idea. The actual idea came from you. Um, I ran out of room for pictures and the pictures got to be so crowded on the wall people would come in stand around the hallway shoulders would hit the picture knock it down the glass would break i said well that's enough of that so now i went to a uh, had an experience of going to a show at the state theater to with a friend of mine which was you and you took me backstage and you showed me this wall a drywall <laughs> white wall where all these different people came uh -huh. and they wrote down on the wall um who they were and they quoted something they wrote a yeah. Uh, some kind of phrase. And after that experience, I converted it over to our school. Now, everybody gets a black belt. There is no picture. But actually, what's stronger than a picture is actually a word. Right. And it doesn't matter what age they are. They have to write it down on the white wall, their name, the date that they got their black belt. And they have to write something that's really important to themselves. Right. And I said, as long as this school stands, as long as this wall is up, your name will be present. It'll right. never be painted over. The reason I asked that is because when I wrote that 28 years ago, I got my black belt. My quote at that time was, don't try to be someone or something you're not. It's a waste of time in which you could be perfecting who or what you truly are. Well, you know, it is true. And I, I've been blessed enough, fortunate enough to know that now, which allows me to, to, you know, really, when you think about it, to focus and to line my thoughts up and pretty much. Um, my energy is to do what I need to do. And as you get older, you have less energy and less time. That's for sure. So it's really allowed me to become more as a laser beam and, and to the, the skill that I've learned and that I can share with others. But I will tell you this. There's one great danger with all of this. There's basically three types. There's those that have no windows or doors and take nothing in. 
who knows, maybe they have a better life because they protect themselves and they protect what's in them and what's around them. And again, their life centers around themselves. Then there's the other group that has the windows and doors open and can feel all the pain and the agony and takes all the problems of the world in on their shoulders and takes other people in. And that person has to be careful because they can make a change and they can help others. And as Tom says, they can be compassionate listeners and help others. That's what I want to do. That's what I pray for every day, to live a purposeful life. But there's danger in that. Anybody that has what they want to call either a a charismatic personality, um, as Tom mentioned, or somebody that has that sense of purpose and truth and what they think is truth and all that lined up, there's a huge ego knocking at the door. And that ego is saying, hey, all these people are coming to me, man. You know, this is power, power, power. That can be abused. I've seen it abused in politics. I've seen it abused in the martial arts. I've seen it abused in coaching, where all these kids and all these people come to you, and they're coming to you for strength and for compassionate listening. But the person inside is saying, I got them. I got them good. And then the next thing you know, something bad happens. So the person with that kind of energy, the person with that kind of compassion has to make sure every day you check it with God and make sure that your compassion is on the right end. There was this story about this, this frog at the edge of the river, and he was minding his own business. And all of a sudden, the scorpion comes up. And he said, hey, Mr. Frog, can you take me across the river to the other side? My family's over there. You know, I can't swim. I just want to get to the other side of the river so I can be with them. The frog goes, you kidding me? I'm going to swim you all the way over there. As soon as I get to the other end and you can reach the ground on the bank, you're going to stick one of your stingers in me. You're going to kill me. The scorpion goes, why would I do that? I owe you a favor. You're, you're being huge to me. You're taking me across the river to my family. I'm indebted to you. Next thing the frog says, okay, jump on my back. I'll do it. The frog starts swimming against the current, gets him to the other side, and all of a sudden the scorpion looks at him and bang, drives the stinger into the frog's back and kills him. And the frog, as he's dying, looks up and says, why did you do that? You promised me. You said, this isn't going to happen. And the scorpion goes, it's in my nature. So the story is, is that, yes, a lot of it is a huge responsibility that we check it off every day, that we are doing the right thing, being a good soul and helping others. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. 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 Steve Mittman social media.com.